welcome to the podcast. I'm Quentin Tyler. I'm Brian Jordan. And this is Leave, Leave the, the Cobbler. Cobbler. Now, today we are discussing the first Marvel one-shot, The Consultant, mm-hmm. starring everyone's favorite agent, Phil, son of Cole Coulson. <laughs> son of Cole. Yeah, yeah. And now in this one, it's set after the main events of Iron Man 2 and Thor, but during the final events of The Incredible Hulk. Now, that's weird. There's three movies kind of all are, are happening around the same time and everything. Because okay. um, so, when they did the What If episode, they talk about the timeline there a little bit. So I see. I haven't seen it. I know you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But without, I won't ruin anything. But they do talk about the those events. They were like, it was three days all back to back. Wow, yeah. It was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It was a crazy week. You know, I was going to say, well... I was about to say, well, Nick Fury must have had a big week, but then I remembered that there is a comic book called Nick Fury's Big Week, and yeah, now that I think, I did read that one yeah. a long time ago, but okay, so Iron Man 2 and Thor happened, that's all, that's two days right there, mm-hmm. and then the <clears throat> final events of The Incredible Hulk happened Correct. after, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Well, and I mean, we don't know necessarily how long after... Um, because in the consultant, they talk about they're talking about Blonsky and the right. events that happened in the Incredible Hulk. Right. Um, there in Harlem, they destroyed the destroyed, you know destroyed the area. And everything. Right. They're talking about that as if it were already dealt with, right. which means they brought Blonsky in. So it's probably a couple days after, not same day or anything, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, but they 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 talk a little bit about that, and they were wanting to bring in Blonsky to kind of. They were pinning everything on the Hulk and wanting to recruit Blonsky to the Avengers, right? Because he's he's military, so they see him as a war hero, and he just lost his way or whatever. Oh yeah, so let's put him on the Avengers, right? Like, can we picture you can't control him on the Avengers? Just going up to Loki, is he a fighter? Like you know, yeah, exactly. Fuck, like I guess at that time Blonsky had like reverted back to normal him, right? Like correct, right? Because even though it wasn't like specified in the movie that he can come back after turning into right. that, well, because the movie made it seem more like is you know abomination. Right. He is now that way permanently. Right. With the events of She Hulk, we've kind of seen him like he is able to go back, back and forth like the Hulk. So is it also anger induced, um, or he can just turn? He seems to be able to do it at will because of his, you know, like soldier training oh, or something. Of course. He seems to be able to do it at will. I don't remember the exact reasoning. Um, because in uh, Song Chi, right? I do. Remember this was before, was... yeah, before She Hulk. They had kind of teased him a little bit in there. Yeah, because he was fighting Wong. Yeah. in the ring. I I did see that one. So yeah, he is able to kind of go back and forth, and like Wong had been. Helping him with some like meditation techniques or something. Also, the war training didn't help as much. I don't know what actually did it. <laughs> dick. <laughs> well, in in this in this particular one, you see um, Jasper Sitwell, which I had failed to mention that he was in Thor. That was his first. Yeah, time he's in a lot of there. the early stuff. Yeah, I think Thor was his first one that he was in. But you know, Jasper Sitwell, he turns, he's revealed to be a Hydra agent. Um, wasn't he in the very first Iron Man? Wasn't he just one of the random S.H.I.E.L.D. agents? No. Oh, I thought... Yeah, no. We, we didn't have, uh... I was gonna click and find out yeah, exactly I know, where he goes, I know. but no. 
Fine. Um, if you want to Google that one, that's acceptable. Here, I'll, just, I'll just hit the... I have, like, the information up here. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, because I know Coulson was there, but four. I thought he was... It was... Okay. Yeah, he was in three movies, two shorts, and two CV, two TV series. I thought there was something about one of the random S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that was in Iron Man. I thought one of them came back for something. No, not that so. I think of. However, um, in the one of the TV series, it was just a picture, so I'll count mm-hmm. that as one. But yeah, I know Sitwell, he was in Thor. And I wanted to say, you know, he was one of the random S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that just kept popping up. Because, like I said, he was, he was in a couple other different things. He's mostly familiar. Like, you mostly know him as one of the agents that were in the elevator with Captain America. Right. So, or at least, you know, he's he talks to him and then he leaves and then it gets serious, right? Isn't that what happened? Yeah, he talks to him for a minute. Because right. in the end game, he talks to him, whispers, you know, hail Hydra. And then, yeah. yeah. That was adorable. Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> but yeah, no, you see, uh, so Agent Sitwell is talking to the greatest Phil Coulson mm. of Shield, and they they joked about the Which, idea of that whole time he is Hydra crazy. Uh huh. And yeah. it's funny because he doesn't know anything about a level seven of Shield, mm-hmm. which I remember it that doesn't even know thing. it exists, right? Like, which that's a thing that even a they even had in uh, Agents of Shield when I was first watched the show because mm-hmm. they were talking about yeah I'm level six da 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 and then eight, Coulson comes out of the shadows welcome to level seven and I was like oh shit. yeah like, I knew well because that's like yeah the Shield agents if they're not that level they don't even know that level exists well, you know which is kind of crazy I did like the he's like, what what ranking are you in level six like you <laughs> yeah like, he's oh. like like you and then just kind of a pause and he's like god damn it there's a level seven isn't there. <laughs> But hey, he told him though. He told him. I did like the. I did like that. Just to, just to, yeah. Because we the little we ne- pause. He was like, "We never caught Blonsky, right?" Yeah. What? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've done that to you a couple of times. Oh yeah, because you were a part timer and I was a full timer, and mm-hmm. I definitely kept using that over your head. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, PT. So we're uh, in this one. You know, like they really wanted Blonsky a part of the Avengers. I'm trying to picture that. Yeah, there's no world in which they can control him at, at that time. Right. Even maybe now. But at that time, no, there's no way they could have controlled him. He he goes all full Hulk mode. He's just going to destroy the city again. Yeah. Now, I can see possibly if they Although, weren't going to... Well, they couldn't really control the Hulk that much. So I guess maybe there's yeah. an argument that we made there. Well, the only thing I can see, like if this was going to be a pitch for like the Avengers before they start doing Loki and the Tesseract. Mm. Imagine if Blonsky was on the Avengers... And then he's like, you know, fuck this, I'm going loose. So then they bring in Banner to come in and stop him. Here we go. <laughs> Here's your well, fucking Avengers movie right there. Wasn't um, the that? original plan for the Avengers was supposed to be the Hulk as the main villain. Right, that was yeah. going to be the, uh, that was one of the plans. So if, then yeah. having that all set up does make sense. There you go. Yeah. I'm glad they went the Loki route. Though. I am too, yeah. Yeah. And one thing that they do do in this one is that they... We have mentioned this before in The Incredible Hulk, but they made sense of the fucking, not after credit scene, but the in, in scene of The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk. scene which um, Tony walks into the bar and everything that they do at the end of the Hulk movie, it felt very out of place, right. but they kind of, yeah, retconned <laughs> it a little bit with with this and like right. explained it. And that's why it's called The Consultant because they had hired Tony Stark as a consultant. consultant. And... For those that have not watched the show, you guys can find it on Marvel on Disney Plus. But the thing in this one is that basically they want like they I guess is it is it Shield or the government? The government wants 
Blonsky to be a part of the Avengers, and Nick Fury's against it. Yeah, the military, the military. wants Blonsky. Right. Shield's like no fucking way because they're running the Avengers program. The, the World Security Council. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, wants him released from prison to join the Avengers Initiative because they see him as a war hero. So they come up with this plan, like Sitwell and and uh, Coulson, to send the consultant revealed to be Tony fucking Stark mm-hmm. to go to Ross and say basically. We want Blonsky to be a part of the Avengers. Now, that I thought was really funny because at the end credit, well, at that last scene of The Incredible Hulk, we think he's talking about Banner. He's trying to get Banner a part of it. Right. And now that it, make, it does, it makes sense. But even when you watch that scene, it's not like he says Banner. You know, he just, you know, what if we put up, t- we're putting together a team, da 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 But it is kind of funny with hindsight. Like, the reverse psychology move that they pulled on him yeah. by sending in Tony to ask, be super annoying and to ask for Blonsky, they guaranteed there's no way he's going to give them Blonsky. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. That that makes that makes sense. Yeah. And it, it was kind of funny because uh, one of the scenes in there, because they were, they were bringing in a patsy and Sitwell was like, yeah, I can be the patsy. Oh, God, yeah. And Colson has, you know, yeah. now that one of the funniest lines I've heard him say. They and, go back and forth for a minute, and it's like, yeah, you're a terrific patsy. Yeah. If I picture a patsy, like, it's like he's like, all right, that's, that's enough. enough. That's yeah. enough. And that was funny. And that, that, that yeah. actually might be one of my favorite lines, because I definitely laughed at that one. He said, even if I think of, of a, the perfect patsy, you'd be, all right. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're playing it very straight-faced and everything, and then right. it's just like, okay, all right, you're hurting my feelings now. Stop. Right. They're having a whole back and forth, but a very professional business-like yeah. way. And it worked. That was actually funny. Like, there was there was odd, yeah. there was dynamic with those two. Like, just, is that the protect? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was chemistry, and they didn't even do anything. No, they literally just sat there they at a diner table. Anything. Now, I will state this. I had mentioned it to you beforehand. I got to let the people know about this one. So they filmed this one and the next short that we're going to talk about. The budget about. thing? Yes. Yeah. They filmed... Okay, hang on. Wait. Let me... I want to get the exact wording right on this one. Well, so while you're doing that... Yeah, they yeah. filmed the two one-shots at the same time. Right. Um, but apparently they spent about 80% of the budget yep. for the one... Uh, the, for, the other one-shot, yes. which is called... Uh, funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Right. So this, this one only had 20% left of the budget. So it was literally just them sitting at yep. a diner table... And, and then they reused the footage from the Hulk movie. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I thought it. I thought it did a good job. Yeah. I thought it was a nice four-minute short. It had more going on than the than other one other shot. One. Yeah, I, yeah. That <laughs> so one they spent more money ridiculous. on the other one, but there was nothing happening yeah. in it. Now it is also funny that because now this one is set after the events of Thor. However, the next one is set before the events Correct. of Thor. Yeah, and it sucked. Well, we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> It wasn't bad. It was cool action, but it's just there's no weird. there's no dialogue, there's no story. There's dialogue. It's, it's little dialogue. <laughs> but it, it definitely wasn't needed. At least this one kind of wrapped up a a plot Hanging, point yeah. that we really didn't even know was out there, to be yeah. honest with you. I mean, well, we knew that that was a what the fuck? You know, they didn't even do anything with that plot. This wrapped that scene up and it made it it made it make sense. It was actually pretty perfect. Yeah. This was a good one shot. It was honestly out of for this to be the start of a one shot, pretty fucking good. Too bad the next one just goes downhill after that one. I've never seen any of these one shots until today, so I just know about them. I know I had seen the other one shot I had seen on YouTube forever ago. Jesus, no, yeah, no, no, no. But, um, do you think any any of those actors got paid? I'm 
positive that's where the majority of the budget went. Well, hang on, no. They I didn't know. need to rent the dining table. I like. know. Okay, hang on. I know. Well, hang on. Was it a Dr. Pepper mug? That's true. There was nowhere. even yeah. There was even a Dr. Pepper mug, so there was sponsorship. Right, because there's three people in this entire fucking scene in this entire and this and this pod the era. Out Coulson, one shot. There you go. And yeah, the waitress Coulson and Sitwell. But there's other there's three additional people from the archive footages. Do you get pay, do you know if you get paid for archive footages? Like, did Stark get paid? Did Ross get paid? Did Plonsky? Probably. I feel like if you have if you use their likeness, yes. If you use their likeness and you make money, I don't know. That is a very good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I gotta find that one. I out. don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I gotta find that one out, man. I feel like they should. I mean, they're still using their likeness. Yeah, so. that definitely. I feel like that definitely counts. Which would explain why where most of the budget went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was weird though. Like this particular one, there's a director. The director of this one is Latham. I cannot pronounce the name at all, but he also known as Abed. Okay, that didn't help. But he only did these two shorts. He didn't do any more shorts. I don't know who this guy is. Um, like his picture on his page looks like it could be from like it was probably some local like um because you know movies and stuff get all kinds of deals when they film in a certain area and stuff right. like that it was probably just some local guy yeah like I'm, yeah i guess they didn't they didn't break out spielberg or anything with this one but it this was a good short yeah. though this yes. was a really good short. it was I, good it had a little bit of story there was some some world building they're talking yeah. about level seven and all that stuff yeah um but yeah, it, it's got Colson, and everybody loves Colson. Everyone loves so, Colson. Now, yeah. one thing they, without Stark really being in it, they they pulled the Stark move because they showed what happens after Stark actually talks to Ross about trying to release. Yeah, Boston. the the scene from the Hulk movie, they go into what happened afterwards, <laughs> and uh, Ross tried to have him removed from the bar. And then Stark bought, bought the, the bar, bar and had it scheduled for demolition, and I'm like, Which, that is. The ultimate dick move. That is, man. Like I, I would, I would hate to it's imagine kind, working at that bar. It's funny, but it's kind of petty at the same time. Like, did the bar even have a name? Demolished bar. <laughs> That's the yeah, name it's of just, the bar. Yeah, they never show anything. Demolished but it's just that bar. it's it's Ross's bar, and he had it demolitioned. Just you know. They called for it shits demolished and bar. Like that's what it says officially up here. Yeah. But it's because of hey, we can we can thank Stark for this one. It's because of Stark that Blonsky is not a part of the Avengers. Yeah. Which Jesus man, like it's really scary when you really think about that. Like the the fucking what is it again? The yeah. what are they called? Abomination. The, no, the oh. World Security Council. But you got isn't that the people that's in the Avengers, the one sitting down, like the one talking to Nick Fury, you think that's them? I'm a little confused on how the world government works in Marvel because they don't seem to go into it too much. Apparently, it's those people that's in the Winter Soldier, the one that uh, the people that all show up when uh, yeah. they're taken over and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> they also said it is the same people from the Avengers. So yeah, so all those people that were sitting in that darkened room are supposed to be the same people that show up in the Winter Soldier, just less ominous. Well, yeah, it's their actual face. Well, because, yes, they had shown them a couple of times. Like, at the end of um, Iron Man 2, I believe, mm-hmm. Fury is talking to some people, and they're all, like, silhouetted. That's the Avengers. No, no, no. He's talking to, like, talking to Pete, talking to people, and there's these silhouetted images on the screens that are talking back to him. That's the Avengers. 
that are talking back to him. Yeah, that happened in the Avengers. Oh, that's oh, you're saying it's in the Avengers movie? Yeah. I was like, it can't be the Avengers. They hadn't made the no, Avengers yet. They- <laughs> I get what you're saying now. I'm like, no, though. Tony's in the room. It can't be Tony. No. Okay. No, yeah. Yeah, you're saying it was other... in the Okay. Yes. Then in the Avengers movie. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Anyway, so in the Avengers movie, yeah, when he's talking to them and everything. Yeah. It's those people. And they had shown up a couple times. I think they showed up in Agents of Shield at one point. No, I say shown up, but it's really just silhouetted, silhouetted. images. It could be anyone. Yeah, I was AI. I until they did Winter that. Soldier. Right. And mind you, I do know for a fact that some of those people that were in those silhouette are not the same people that were in right. the winter so- because because the main them- guy that's talking in um when in the Avengers one right. main I mean, yeah, you can see a little bit it's silhouetted but you can see him a little bit and yeah. it's like it's I definitely know, not the same guy I know that fucking actor he was in Sin fucking City man yeah. like that's that's I'm not saying he's one of my favorite actors but he's one of those actors that when I see him I'm like hey yeah he's probably who they were originally going to have that character play like play that character but then they just kind of recast you know I, I think he died hmm. <laughs> I would say I know he I know he's passed now but I don't know if he died by the time before or after yeah I don't yeah, know but I do remember like I do remember that actor because whenever I see him he looked like he could play Dutch Vanderlyn in a Red Dead movie if I was to show you what he looked like or show you how he looked like in Tombstone you would be like oh that's Dutch yeah. Like yeah, but now we got Jeffrey Dean Morgan, so we don't have to. Right. <laughs> He'll be a good Dutch, but no. In the in this one, this was an interesting short. That's the biggest thing I can really say. I'm really hoping that the shorts continue to be this interesting and mm. not like a funny. Oh, please, God, no. I've, I've seen some of the shorts. No. Uh, they're not always uh, that that contentful. Well, come on. <laughs> But overall, I thought this was an interesting short. I thought it was pretty good. I, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. And there's not much we can talk about this one. Even though this did some interesting world building, it didn't do like like movie level or right. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was level. just a little bit of information here and there that was just like, here's here's some stuff. Right. And it did. It filled in some of the gaps as far as that scene Added in a little funny bit of what happened after that scene. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I will say from the dialogue that they say, everything, like, you know, them mentioning Stark fits the characters. Nothing was so out of place for them. I can see Stark buying a bar and demolishing it. Yeah. You know, especially that version of him. He was definitely much of a, he was a dick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just. And it also, I mean, because I don't really know how the audience saw it, but it was like, at the time, was Abomination still alive? So it did let everyone know he is still alive. Yes. And because I do know that they, before the events of Shang-Chi, they kept talking about Blonsky. They kept using him as an example of like, don't fuck up or you're going to be roommates next to Blonsky or some shit. Like, yeah. uh, like I think they name dropped him again in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, that was the place. If you, if you see Blonsky, you're in a fucked up place. Like, you know, they could have had a Which reference. is funny because in She-Hulk, it was just like a regular prison building. Like, really? it's. Yeah, it wasn't like some. We're like, um, remember in uh, Civil War where they're like out in the ocean yeah. at the oil rig? Like, no, it's just a building. There it's were people rioting outside, or not riot, but like protesting. I wanted to say that they had something in Agents of Shield where I think they said he was on ice or some shit like that. I don't remember. Mind you, that's a term. But I, you know, I thought they actually had True. him frozen or something. No, he's just like in a big bucket room. <laughs> oh my god! It had a chilling in a. It was glass shirt. walls, like. He's the abomination, and they had him in a glass room. They, they, 
Hey, I gotta see that show one day. Like that, it's on the list, so I can't wait till we get to She-Hulk because then I can actually yeah. see what the fuck you're talking about. I think because he changed size in She-Hulk at one point He's inside small. of that thing. Well, he like turned into the abomination. Oh. Uh, he would turn into the abomination, and so he grew. Right. And I'm like, I can't remember, but I'm like, I feel like the glass broke. And I'm like, what's the point of it then? But I can't remember. Because I'm like, yeah, if the glass can break from him turning, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah, what's the point? That's what, anytime they put the Hulk on ice, they have to like keep him asleep and sedate it. Meanwhile, Blonsky's playing like racquetball and shit. Right. I don't. Yeah. Jesus, man. Can you imagine the type of detox that they had to do for Blonsky just to kind of get him like, okay? Back, yeah. Like, he, he turned into like. And lack of a better word, he turned into a fiend. He was a crackhead. Well, because, yeah, just the stuff movie. he had before turning into Abomination. Yeah. Just the, all the, the combination of things. Yeah. He was already losing his he shit. He was losing it, man. Like, jeez. And now just just imagine one minute you're a war hero. Next minute you're an Abomination. Next thing you know, you're being used by S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. It's a, no. <laughs> well, and then, again, he kind of came like a meditation guru and had like a little oh my self-retreat God. thing going on. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he was like had a compound where he would like teach yoga, and he had multiple wives or something. What? Like, yeah, prisons changed him, man. Oh yeah, no, it was. <laughs> that's why like the whole time because they finally meet him, and it's just like, oh, oh this my is, god, this is Blonsky, really? All right, yeah, the I... big bad boogeyman from all so long ago, and it's like, yeah, nah. Jesus, man, yeah, I can't wait till we get to that one, but we're gonna wrap this one up. With these shorts, we're going to keep it kind of simple. It's not going to be as long as the movies or when we get to the shows. The shows are definitely going to be pretty fucking long. Because um, we're going to be talking about, like, what, 22 episodes yeah, worth of several, content right there. Like a bunch of episodes, like, yeah. Exactly. But uh, thank you guys for joining us for uh, this particular episode. Um, and tune in next week when we're talking about this incredibly long titled A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor. Jesus. And then uh, after that, get ready for the, for the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yep. Absolutely. Uh-huh. It's time. For what? For the Avengers. Oh, Jesus man. Christ. Why would you do it like that? Were we supposed to be in unison? You said, no. It's time. <laughs> like, we're, it's turbo time. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> no one's going to get that fucking reference, They man. will. Watch Jingle All the Way, everybody. Watch Jingle All the Watch Way. Watch Jingle All it's the a Way. Great, it's a great Arnold Christmas Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. and Sinbad, bro. It is amazing. God. But no. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. Tune in next week for the next short and then the Avengers. Till then, I'm Quentin Tyler. I'm Brian Jordans. And this is Leave, Leave the, the Cobbler. Cobbler. Awesome.